I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pick-up, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I I'll know. enjoy it. You'll though, enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, Jen, did you know that each and every's gender-inclusive deodorant is formulated for sensitive skin? It's made without aluminum, parabens, baking soda, alcohol, and synthetic fragrances. Kristen, did you know that with just six simple ingredients plus essential oils, each and every uses natural ingredients like coconut oil and dead sea salt that work together to reduce body odor. Each and every goes on silky smooth and keeps you odor-free all day. Plus, it's vegan and cruelty-free, and I love that. Try it risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit eachandevery.com slash mom. Each and every dot com slash mom and use promo code MOM for 30% off your first purchase. That's not eligible to combine with other discounts or subscriptions. That's promo code MOM at each and every dot com slash mom. The big drama at our house is that uh, we found out my son while playing Minecraft has been um, making some on in-game in-app purchases, like 15 oh, that's a of big them. thing right now. I didn't know that's that. That's a big we didn't know that. thing. Oh, yeah. During quarantine, I think kids are like ordering all sorts of shit from Amazon. You're like, why do I have a four-decker planter? I didn't order that. Who's into begonias? Like they're on Amazon. You know, they're ordering stuff. They're renting movies. They're buying apps. And these video games where you have to buy like people and gems. What a racket. Well, I definitely, if it comes from Amazon or like some other shopping website, I'm never surprised. Sometimes I'm a little nervous at what I bought and don't recall buying. (laughs) 
but usually delighted. Like it's a, it's usually a good choice. But then my set, we told him specifically, you can't buy anything in there without asking us. And then today, this was like two weeks ago. Today, he finally came clean that he, it wasn't an accident. He didn't think it was furry. He just wanted the stuff. So he hasn't gotten his punishment yet. <laughs> I mean, unless you listen, like listening to me pontificate about morals for two hours as punishment, but it's not enough. That feels, it's got to be more than no, that. No, it feels, that feels like a lot. Two hours of that. <laughs> I, I, I love you. <laughs> and then two hours like of that would be a hard sell. Husband. Yeah. I no, feel like if I, I told my, <laughs> if I told my son, I was like, all right, man, you earn this. I'm going to, I'm going to unpack Charlotte's web. Like you've never heard this. You did this to yourself. You bought those stupid Brawl Star coins that mean nothing. And now I am going to make you listen to a deep dive of Charlotte's web. That's really smart. Maybe I'll order a copy of old yeller. And no, no. that one, <laughs> it's a means of punishment. But he did say, okay, he said the cutest thing the other day because he misses all of his little friends from school. And I get it. That's why the punishment was going to be that he couldn't like, you know, they like to FaceTime while they play a game for hours mm-hmm. on end. So the punishment we were thinking was that he wasn't allowed to do that, but they're so isolated that that just felt like cruel. So yeah, we're not gonna like we're gonna limit that time, and he's gonna have to like earn it back by doing other stuff. But he misses everybody so bad, and he was telling me that he, how old does he have to be before he can get married to Azalea, who is this girl in kindergarten? He's in first grade, so it was last year, but he's evidently, like, carried a torch for her for the last two years. Because he just, which is hilarious to me, because I remember having a huge crush on Bo Duke when I was four. Oh, yeah. my dad was like, you have to wait till you're 18. I like that your dad's age is 18. Like, that's... (laughs) Hey, I, I, have push, <laughs> I have a push-pull about age because I'm like, all right, well, because uh, my son's the same way. He's like, I, I want to get married and have four children, and I, I, I just need to find a wife so she can put a baby in there. And I'm like, if it were only that easy. You make it sound like you're, like, shopping. But yeah, he's like, how old do I have to be when I get married? And I so badly want to be, like, 23 <laughs> because then I get to be younger, but I'm like... Uh, you need an advanced degree and you need to be 30. Let's be honest. Yeah, legally you have to be 18, but let's let's be honest. You're not going to be worth anything till 27 or 28 anyways. <laughs> so, so true. <laughs> so true. And it's so, it's so lucky though, because thank God I did not get married to John Schneider. And I didn't want to get married to John Schneider, the actor. I wanted to get married to Bo Duke. Bo Duke, like blonde, blue-eyed, hazard boy. I would just like to tell you, in support of this crush, I too had a Bo Duke crush. And I recently, because we're in quarantine, I'm like, 
what's better to do with your kids than rewatch some really strong late 70s, early 80s TV shows like Dukes of Hazard. There are shows <laughs> that have held up. The Duke Boys is not one of them. I think no. the entire production cost $47. It's shot in the middle of Van Nuys. I was heartbroken. I'm like, I recognize that bank. It's so yeah, bad. I don't want to know that. That's a bummer. Yeah. And it's, it's like... So, it's but they're still hot. They're hot. But it's a bummer. They're so hot. Well, the confusing thing for me was like, you know, kids, they don't understand the difference between like real life and TV. So I asked my dad, okay, how old do I have to be? He's like 18. You've got 14 years left before you can marry him. It was like the first math equation that I ever did. And then I remembered him coming home from work one day and like sitting me down in this chair in their room, like their bedroom and going, I got to tell you something I heard on the radio today. Bo Duke got married. And I was like, real life or TV? And he was like, real life. You can't marry him. He's already taken. And I remember like crying and he like consoled me because I was so upset. Your dad should have told you the truth. It's a Hollywood marriage. So give it six years. You still got a shot. When you turn 18, he's going to be on board. But I don't think your dad wanted you to go down that road. <laughs> yeah. No, I was so, but I was really boy crazy. You were boy were crazy you? too. I know this. I, yeah. I was, you were boy crazy in what way? What do you mean? I remember like always having a crush or like being in love with somebody because then after Bo Duke, it was the Incredible Hulk for like a long time. That's like a huge part of my memory is a not Bruce Banner, but the Hulk, like the Incredible Hulk because I liked his muscles a whole lot. And then I, I remember even in like, I didn't have a real boyfriend. I don't know. It was pretty, I was pretty a lot older than that when I had like a boyfriend, but I really fell in love with our next door neighbor, Bo Bortle, which I just realized that his name is Bo also. And he kissed me on the cheek on the back of his parents' green Mercury Cougar in the garage, like just on the cheek and then ran off. And then I don't think we ever talked again, which that was hard because we live next door, like really close next door. I, I have a similar story, except I am... Full, now that I know what this poor boy must have felt, I feel so bad because I had a massive crush on my regular babysitter's brother. And one time my mom's like, I need a babysitter so bad. And our, our babysitter Paige was like, I'm not available, but my brother is. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So Dean came over. He's like 16. <laughs> he stayed for like two hours. And all I did was full creep on this guy. And I think he was like, this is 100% weird. What is she doing? I went and changed into like a weird adult dress. And he's like, oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, I, 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 think, I think he sat on the chair and he felt like he was being held captive. And I was like, what's up, husband? And he's like, ah, you're like five. I don't understand. <laughs> have you ever seen a guy named Dean that wasn't hot, though? I honestly never have. I have a great I, uncle I'm named Dean, you. and I think he was hot. I'll tell you, every Dean is hot. I was boy crazy. I'm sure that I had dad issues, but like my sister-in-law, Lexi said. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, <laughs> well, I, 
out. Well, when my parents got divorced, for sure, I had like sure. abandonment. I was like, oh, I need warm cuddles from uh, my father, but this guy that works at the arcade will do. Um, so, but Lexi said, like, she absolutely didn't have dad issues. Like, not at all. And she was like, I was so boy crazy. I love boys like so much. Like, couldn't wait to have a boyfriend. Always had a boyfriend. I, re- I remember I, having boyfriends and then feeling very weird about it. Oh, yeah, because you're the oldest in your family. So you weren't friends with, like, you and Matthew weren't friends. No, I just remember being like, all right, guys, let's go uh, Let's go out and uh, play in the tree strip, and perhaps we'll do capture the flag, and then we'll do a nice – I played on the baseball team, and then all of a sudden I was like, why do I feel my heartbeat in my pants all of a sudden? And I just realized, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm developing feelings for this – guy that's our second baseman and that's messing me up every step of the way well what age was that I think that was like when I was I I think that was probably around Finn's age I was like nine when I started having like actual feelings instead of just playing a part because I had crushes like well I had a first boyfriend that was Aaron Coons, who will be delighted that I'm shining a light on this conversation because he, okay. he, it was a thing. It was a thing. My first, my first boyfriend kind of that I went at, that it was official was Aaron also. It must've. Oh yeah. There's Mine another was an odd Aaron similarity. In, another odd similar. Well, I've, that story will come later, but we also, <laughs> you also know another guy I dated, which we will not talk about. Oh, yeah. Complete detail. But Aaron, my first, like my first boyfriend, and by boyfriend, I was like, I've been watching TV. My mom watches Dallas. It tells me I need a boyfriend. All right, Aaron, we go to the same church. You're fine. Let's make this happen. His parents own the local Dairy Queen. He felt like a catch. So then I was like, you're my boyfriend. And he was like, oh, okay. And then uh, he, <laughs> he but. He's like, he's like, okay. And I like that. Peppermint Patty, Charlie Brown. That's amazing. That's that's (laughs) exactly who I was. That's exactly, that's 100% who I was. So much so that my parents were like, are you, do you like boys? Are you? And I was like, yeah, I just want to boss them around a little bit. So then I told him, I said, you're going to be my boyfriend. And he's like, okay. And he's like, so you're my girlfriend. And I'm like, absolutely. Then we never talked again. And then at Christmas, his mom <laughs> bought me black, uh, heart-shaped earrings that smelled that were scented from Avon, and he brought them to the school, and we were on the playground, and it was like 4,000 degrees below zero, and he threw them at me, and he ran away, and I was like, that's what love is. That's what love yeah. is. That's so exact. Okay, the the like relationship that I count before the Aaron was... Because it was in the fifth grade and it was kind of the first time where I did like felt flush around. Because other than that, I was just like, oh, he's so cute and he's so cute. My mom was always like, this boy's cute. Like I, like, I remember her saying like, Barry Manilow has such cute, like nice hands. He's so cute. Like, and I guess I just thought it was this like thing that you did. But in the fifth grade, I was starting to be like, oh, what do I feel weird? Like around. Mm. And I had. 
I had this friend, Tim Willis, and he called me on a Sunday and was like, hey, I was just wondering if you want to go out. And I was like, I know what that means, but I actually I don't know what it means. I don't really know what it means, but that's just what you would say. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to go out. And then on Monday, I kind of got to school like late or something. And his best friend, Matt Facero, was standing in the hallway telling everybody, Jess Bailey and Tim Willis are going out. Jess Bailey and Tim Willis are going out. Like he shouted it at everybody. So when I got, like I could hear it down the hallway as I was coming and I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, you're going out with Tim. And I go, no, I'm not. And then he never talked to me again because I had embarrassed him so bad. I mean, he did yeah, finally broke in up high with school. Him. I did, but it was that was so much pressure. Like I wasn't prepared to like put an announcement in the school newsletter about it. Like what the I, hell? I was just no, I know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This ad is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, there are some things about parenting that get a little easier. I don't know what they are. Actually, I do know what they are. But One thing that's pretty awesome is as they get older, you can kind of reason with them. And obviously, as your kids get older, they want a little bit more independence. And you can show them that by giving them a little bit of financial freedom. It's the conversation about money, baby. The fact is kids won't really know how to manage their money until they've actually been in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn to save, invest, spend wisely, thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chore feature where you can set up one-time and recurring chores customized to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. I'll tell you, we have a 13-year-old and Greenlight has been a savior. It's so nice for him to get to see what he's doing with his money, but also, you know, those automatic instant notifications also help us as a parent to know what he's doing with our money. But it really does create a very nice, fun way of teaching kids a little bit of financial smarts. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's easy. It's convenient. It's a way for parents to raise financial smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash mompod. That's greenlight.com slash mompod to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash mompod. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. I would like to talk a little bit about stressors, both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy and a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, Go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I 
know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. All of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash hard. Oh, I, I ran a relationship ring in fifth grade. And what that what? meant was- we, What? Yeah. We, <laughs> okay. Like Nexium, Like- it, it, got, 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 No, not that far. Like a- but basically what I did was I, again, I would just like to say I was honing my leadership skills, which oftentimes was translated onto my progress report as bossy. And I was like, okay, guys- Everybody get a boy or a girl or whatever. We're going to couple off. And when the bell rings, we're going to walk arm in arm into the gymnasium for PE. And the teachers like came undone (laughs) to have a conversation with us about like inappropriate behavior on the playground. And I was like, I'm just trying to make this fun. And uh, but the thing is, is like I didn't have that internal drive to like be coupled off. I had no like, yeah, hormones to be like, oh, I'm feeling Well, it was also just me like running the show. I was like a social organizer. <laughs> so I But arm in arm, like, so I'm it like, was like square yeah. dance style. Who yeah, has like a problem with that? Is Every that teacher talent? that I was on this did you go to Footloose University? What the <laughs> how how did they have a problem with you locking elbows? That doesn't well, make maybe sense. I That's the most but Hey man, fifth grade's a period talk. Fifth grade's when they're like, hey, you're going to get a period and his testicles are going to change color and you never talk to each other the same way again. I, 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 that Wait. was what I take away from that entire day. Hold on. I might have not been <laughs> paying attention. What happens to testicles? <laughs> I don't know fifth what grade, you're talking about. Jen. Yeah, I know the talk. Grade, I know the talk. They didn't go over testicles changing colors with us yes they did they said when boys go that puberty, yes they do they say when boys go through puberty their voice changes they get hair in their armpits hair on their genitals and their testicles change color and my big takeaway was well that's something i didn't know i not that i knew this stuff before but i was like i've seen a hairy armpit and (laughs) i I knew, I knew what no pants look like. (laughs) Okay. I, all I remember them saying is that they would grow a mustache and have an Adam's apple. I don't remember anything else, but I'm also really concerned (laughs) that they didn't mention anything to you about like erections or anything. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, that's not what I remember. I also remember zero about my own anatomy. I did not know <laughs> there. Uh, I I think the whole point was, Hey, the most important thing is that we talk about your anatomy, not 
his anatomy, but just a real brief overview. Here's what happens to him. But you have three whole, and then I was like, I'm like soft focused and I'm like, their testicles change color. And then I go to the OBGYN when I'm pregnant for the first time. And they're like, there's like one of those modular models. And I'm like, wait, I have three holes. I literally didn't know. Oh no. They were in a, yeah. I, I thought they were so, I just didn't know there was a situation. Where, where, Okay. What what I thought I peed out of my vagina. Vagina. I thought I peed out of my vagina for a long time. (laughs) That's a fair (laughs) mistake. You know what? I can't believe you I don't know anything about testicles changing color. And what color do they change to? Darker. They go darker. But here's what I know about you, Jen. As I'm watching you right now, I know that you're like in your head and you're like I just want to make her feel better about this dumb thing. <laughs> I could see you like anyone could get confused by that, but it, it is re- it's ridiculous that I had zero idea. Well, I, I you know I wouldn't I know. be shocked by a, a man saying that he thought you peed out of your vagina because that you know. But you, you've had more alone time. With your area. So I'm just surprised by that. And I'm not shaming you. It's totally fine. But, and also because like right now I'm talking to Delilah about it and I'm like, no, look at it and making sure that she washes well in the shower and stuff like that. So I'm being very clear and clinical about it because I did not get that growing up. So I didn't get that either. I didn't get, I, in fact, I, and I, I don't blame my mom because I think that you just do what you're taught. And I'm sure like, Look, my mom's one of 13. I'm sure my grandmother was like, figure it out. Like, talk to your sisters. I don't know. Like, I, I've got 47 children I got to deal with. But I do think, like, I didn't know, like, labia uh, minor and majora. What's it called? Menora and a majora? Majora. Ma- ma- it's, a, majora. It's, called, it's, it's called a menorah. But what does your daughter call it? That's, really not, <laughs> that's not. That's not a It's not a menorah. That's that's not a menorah. That's a Jewish candle, right? I know it's Majora. It's Majora. I was joking because you said menorah. Okay. (laughs) Like okay, my my like at this point in our lives, we have pretty major majoras. That's the way to remember it. You know what? They're not messing around anymore. That's why I buy Costco (laughs) underwear. They got to keep it all in. It's like a it's like a glad bag. But my <laughs> daughter calls it hot dog buns. Hot dog buns. I love that. It's so great. It's perfect. And I, t- I tell her, I go, you know, you got to clean yourself and you have to be specific. And also, you know what I love is like she's she doesn't have any problems just telling you what her parts are and what hurts. And I'm so grateful for that because I think yeah. for me, I was like, what nickname did my mom give it? Um, it's, it's, a, it's a flower or a lily or what, what day of the week is it? It's my, ugh. I'm like, I, you know, it hurts down there. I remember the first time I got a yeast infection, I was, cause you don't really get a real yeast infection until you've had your period, which, or you've, you're yeah. starting puberty. So I remember I was like, by the way, I didn't start my period till I was 15, but I got my, I started puberty and I, I know so much going on right now. The whole world's like, ugh. Okay. but I got my, I knew a lot to unpack. So I knew I was like hurting down there and I knew something felt different. And I, I was like, 
I don't know how much I can take. And finally I had to tell my mom and I was like, mom, I have, I have something going on. And I, I go, it's like really painful and itchy. And I, it was like so hard to tell her that. And she never did anything for me not to feel open. I just didn't know how to talk about it. And she's like, I know exactly what that is. She called our doctor and got it fixed up and ready to go. But I want Eleanor to be able to, to give like a specific, I want her to, I want to know, dial in like, it's on my left side. It's my labia menorah. I've got I this, do that, too, whatever. I I do remember getting a yeast infection when I was 13 or 14. And yep. like I like I don't know if that sucker went systemic or what, but I remember like <laughs> it, I was like, I don't know what this is. I certainly am not gonna bring it up to my mom. I just I know you're like, like itching your vagina a on a pillow. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> on a pillow? No. I was like You're just dying. I would have wanted to be like dragged behind a car on the asphalt because I was like ah! I know. I know. I didn't have those conversations with my mom. I'm trying to have them with my daughter. Also, because none of it's weird or creepy or scary or awkward to me. It really isn't. I, maybe it's your influence in my life. I don't know. But I <laughs> <laughs> I just like have these conversations with her. Because when it came to like every part of sex, I was flying so blind, dating, like anything. I had no idea like what was going on. And even like, okay, so my first, I would say like my boyfriend where I like had a crush on him. We talked on the phone, like had this courting thing was like seven. You grade. mean your own phone line, your own phone line? No, I didn't. I didn't get that for quite a while. So I had to mm. like take the phone out of the kitchen and then make the cord like 45 feet long and stretch it out. My mom would scream. <laughs> That's what I had to do. But like in seventh grade was the first time I remember it like being a deal because everybody's like coupling up. They're like ho hooking up. Not, like, I mean, some people were hooking up and we all know who they were too, right? Some mm -hmm, people had mm -hmm. a very active sex life in the seventh grade. Not me, but I like wanted an ID bracelet with initials on it. Like I wanted a, you know, something to do on Valentine's Day, Right. Uh, yeah, just join the student council, Jen. You can do a lot of decorating, <laughs> a lot of tear down for the dances. Yeah, it's a good yeah. time. I I remember in seventh grade is when everything changed. I remember first of all, this is such a terrible. <laughs> this is not made up. This is the first of all. I was already behind the ball in growing. So I was, everybody was starting their periods this, this, this summer between sixth and seventh grade was like, I, everybody's bleeding. And I was like, what, wait, what's this thing you guys are talking about? Was that the thing they talked about in fifth grade? All I remember is dark testicles. Anyone else? Okay, great. So yeah, everybody has their periods. <laughs> and this is like, nothing get, has happened to my testicles yet. They're yeah. exactly the same. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, my hot dog bun is the same color. Is it supposed to turn I, weed or something? I now, <laughs> I now have an Adam's apple, but my testicles. <laughs> but a little bit of a mustache, so something's happening. But <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> the summer of my sixth 
going into my seventh grade year, which is the big year where everybody gets everything, I get like viral pneumonia, like like a like a real Aww. thing where I end up in the hospital for like eight days with a like bubble oh, around me, the whole thing, and oh. I'm messed up. Are you and serious? I, I'm dead serious. So like I can't, my parents, uh, my friends are not allowed to see me because they're not allowed to go into the adult ward, except one friend was able to like breach because her mom was a nurse. And so she came in and saw me. And I just remember being like that summer sucked. Everybody was looking, literally, it looked like everyone like cracked out of a shell and came out like this beautiful swan. And I was like, what the actual Fuck. So I was so behind. And then, f- by the way, I don't start my period for another five years. I'm like small. I'm small in a not a cute Jen Smedley way. Like I'm small. I'm a small in like, what's this like eight year old doing at our party? So in seventh grade, when everyone's like coupling up, I'm like the door guy. They're like, hey, just make sure no one comes in. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you guys are really sucking face a lot. Okay, that's not weird. I'm just going to watch the door. And then they would go, they would tell me about what they did, which was like so graphic. And I would play along like I knew. They were like, he went down my pants. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I'd think, well, what did he do when he got there? What? Did, what, was it just a warm it, spot for his hand? What does that yeah. mean exactly? You, then I figure. You, is he spelunking? Yeah. What's going on down there? What's, <laughs> I, I, I just didn't know. I'm like, anybody else playing with their Cabbage Patch Kids still? Because I feel like it's a big no on that front. I was very behind. But I was also had debilitating crushes. That was my thing. Like. You know, you read my diary. I did Ugh. read your diary, and you did have some pretty substantial some. crushes. But don't you, Jen? Okay, some. I, there were a lot. There were an, every day. There was some one, yeah, or three new. My for sure. My crush list looked like the menu at like Cheesecake Factory. Literally, here's the thing: I made everybody feel good about themselves because somebody who's never had anybody crush on them, I crushed on you. There's a few early developers that always happen in middle school. It was junior high when I went. It wasn't middle school. It was fully like get primed and be ready to fully make out by high school. Here's a couple years for you to feel awkward and embarrassed and then prep for it. But I think most people don't like all you want is like if you're a woman a girl? No, let me take that back. If you are a girl, a tween, all you want is like just another girlfriend to hang around with that is a good-looking boy. That is so you've never said anything more poignant cuz I will tell you one of the greatest moments of my life that was such a parallel of my life right now with you, my life with my friendships with my girls because I I love my husband and he's he's my like my legal best friend, but you can't replace your like girlfriends, like that thing you have. And I will tell you when I was in second grade, Jason Dubas told me, he's like, I like you and I like Lynn. And the only way I can choose between who I should be boyfriends to is if you guys race. And Lynn and I are like, all right, like, Started off like mark <laughs> get set go and we get like halfway around the playground and we're like fuck this let's just be best friends and we I I I thought that was such an important moment in my life because I thought oh my god 
Like your, your girlfriends are a relationship that will literally get you out of the hardest times of your life. And I figured it out in second grade and it's, you're right. Like you want the, the boyfriend that you have, you should want the boyfriend you have oh. to be a boys, a best friend that you have had. That is such good advice, Jen. Well, that, I mean, I think about like, cause growing up, Kristen and I didn't know each other until we were like in our twenties. So just a few weeks ago, uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was just two weeks ago. We have really close, but growing up, my best friend was Mandy and I would always stay at her house over the weekends and like our time was spent together, like crushing on boys and she had a waterbed that dates me that dates her. That I dates had a waterbed. I had a waterbed. It was delightful. It was really nice. But when it got too hot at about like 4 a.m., you were like, oh, I'll sleep on the carpet. It's terrible. <laughs> but we uh, we used to like write our initials like JS plus, you know, A-R, what, I don't know who that is, uh, on the on her mattress. And really, that was the best. On her mattress? Had. On her waterbed mattress. Yeah. Her parents were like on young her- and they just didn't care. I would It was like under the sheet. I'm sure they didn't see it. In like a shirt. Okay, I don't mean to I digress, but still. Not a Sharpie. It's very fun to write on a waterbed with a pen because it is like I would Okay, just a little common sense for you, but that's fine. Moving on. Are you scared you you're going to puncture it? You know what? We didn't yeah, use. I would have been prefer- the friend that would have been like, no. <laughs> you girls are breaking the rules. I am leaving this summer party. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, maybe you're a kind of girl that used a fine point, but I prefer to medium moin. Always have, <laughs> a, even a thick one. And that's not going to pop a waterbed, okay? I, I like a big medium. Maybe even blue. Maybe even blue. I don't did, know. Even though they're messy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did my, I? Did you just say you like a dick medium? I'm. I'm sorry. A oh, big medium. Okay, writing it down. No, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. But a medium <laughs> moin pen. But I. So you feel all this pressure, though. Or at least we did. Like felt yes. all this pressure that you had to like couple up with somebody. So Maddie and I shared lockers, seventh grade. And they were like in alphabetical order. And the guy next to our locker, I know his name was Aaron. I don't remember your last name, Aaron. You're not listening to this. But if you are, sorry. I d- it started with an S. I feel like it was Polish or Czech. I can't remember. But it ended with a ski. I was l- It for That's sure That's how did. it is. It absolutely did. It, I'm for sure. Those are my people. I, yeah. So he was like very funny, super nice, did impressions, had an incredible mullet, incredible mullet. Like it was back, it was like, are you you a professional hockey player? Oh, so good. He played drums in the band and I was like (gasps) sold. So we would talk on the, I kind of went through this like not, not heavy metal like I didn't look, I didn't wear like black t-shirts. I, my mom seriously would not let me wear a black t-shirt because she thought that it was unladylike. 
I was not allowed to wear one. It was a lot of sweater sets and scalloped collars, but I still was obsessed <laughs> with heavy metal music. And like my dad would, because that's the benefit of divorce. Like if your mom won't let you do it, your dad absolutely will. So like, he would let me buy the most foul heavy metal tape. Yeah, but your dad's a music your guy. Life. Your he's dad a is a guy, music yeah. guy, so he and he's kind of a rebel, so he liked that. He's like, yes, he didn't. I, I, I don't, I don't begrudge your dad. I, I feel like that was just his thing. Like he was, he loved yes. music, he loved records, he loved like that's cool. I think that's cool. Yes, he was like this. This band Skid Row, they're artists. You can't, <laughs> you can't clean up their act. Their art. This is who they are. They're expressing. He wasn't British, by the way. I don't know why I made him sound like that. He, I know we always was, make our dad sound British. Mine was very. He's very Rhode Islandy sounding. So just sort of like cheap Boston kind of sound. Hair bands but, were the thing, man. It was. It was so the thing, and he looked like a rock star, and I immediately fell for him. And then. Uh, I don't know that we did anything other than like hold the phone and watch TV together. I, like, wait, you sat in the same room with him by yourself? N- no, I don't think maybe at a party one oh. time, but not oh. by ourselves. But but no, you held the no. phone while the TV was playing. Okay, I was like next that was level, like, Jen. Yeah, we would write notes all day long, to, back and forth to each other, like hold hands sometimes and then hold hands. I'm not I would never kiss him. And I think that's why he broke up with me. And then my next boyfriend also same story, but he was different. He played guitar. Very funny. Also had a mullet. You've got a type. Your husband has a mullet. I really do. Because of quarantine. It's very unintent. It's because I, but you know what? I did give him that haircut and it is a little mullety. So maybe I'm expressing some stuff right now. You know what? I, I have never no like, problem saying that I like a nice mullet. I do. I think it's sexy. It is deeply rooted in me. And I know you feel the same way. If you pull it off right, it's sexy and cool. And it's going to make a comeback. Now, you can't go tight sides long back because that's tacky. But if it's all kind of flows together, it's sexy. I'm sorry. It's sexy. It's Kevin Costner. It's okay because my next, personally, my next Bo Duke in my life, because I went through a real cold spell, like just nothing, nothing happening. Like, whatsoever. what do you mean? Where I, I just, I, I don't even remember really having a crush on anybody for a couple of years. Like, I, I a couple besides CC, besides CC Devilla Poison, who I really thought I would yeah. marry. I really did. I really you honestly love did. That. You know what? I don't think he would. I know I, we both of us, I think I would still, I'd be too old for him at this point. And he has lived a hard life and looks like Gandalf from The Hobbit. Like he's, that's what happens when you do a lot of drugs in the 80s. Oh, so, yes. Um, well, it, I, I, I would like to interject here. I was not going to share this story, but now I will, Jen, because I know you love a good romantic story. I'm, I'm literally embarrassed to tell this because, <laughs> okay, so seventh grade, I too was going through a a time of crushes and I went to a camp called Go Bananas for Jesus. It was a Catholic what? camp. Wait, go back, go back, I'm sorry. go back. What? I went to a camp. No, I heard what you said. I just don't understand it, Kristen. <laughs> 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What does go bananas to, for uh, Jesus have to do with Catholicism at all? Hold on. I don't know, but I went to a camp for Catholics called Go Bananas for Jesus. It's all coming back to me. I got a t-shirt. I wore it regularly. I was very proud of it. So I I, I went to this camp. It was <laughs> stop shaking your head. So I, I went to this camp called Go Bananas <laughs> for Jesus. And and and, and <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's going to be like my new thing I say. And we we we, we were but Well, kids go bananas we for Jesus. Did and, you see that car and, accident? It- <laughs> and I stayed with this 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 nun who was really cool and she was young and I was like, how do you give over to God? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I Now this is getting interesting. Okay. So, I stay with her and I'm like, and then, and then we all, there was four girls and they're all from all over Nebraska and we all are getting ready to go to this dance. Right. And so, you know, junior high dances are like the biggest shit you will ever experience there. There, I, I, I've never felt more pressure for a junior, for anything than a junior no. high dance, not my wedding, not uh, playing no. in front of like we, you know, we, we've had the good fortune of playing in front of 3000 people. And I felt like I was going to, I crapped 50 times before going on that stage, but go, going no. to a junior high dance, I thought I was going to barf. So uh, like, I'm uh, sweating so thinking a, about it, honestly. So, all right. So we're at, again, we're at go up bananas for Jesus. I'm wearing a really cool long denim skirt. Uh, I had, was an avid clarinetist. I felt very good about myself in this place and we were going to go to wait well this sounds very <laughs> jehovah's witness all of a sudden a long denim well, skirt all- who are you it, with granny no boots, wonder you were a virgin until you were 30 <laughs> so shut up so i go to this i go to this <laughs> dance right and my husband always says i like to dance by myself which is not untrue just because i have my own moves right so i'm <laughs> <laughs> it's also a little sad. It's sad for him. But no, no, no. He's she not he gets it. I just don't want him to crowd my space. So I go to this dance and it's like in my head like a teen movie. I'm like having a moment and I'm like doing my best like like I'm living it and I'm I'm at this thing and all of a sudden the like light shines of this guy in front of me and he's from this little small small town in western Nebraska and I'm like Oh my God, I'm in love. I don't even know. And then we just like slow walk to each other and we slow dance together like four times. And we wrote love letters to each other for the entire summer. And when you have to wait on a letter in the mail and you are a sixth grader and you are, or wait, maybe I was 
40. I don't know. But I was just saying, like, I would read these letters. Like, I would read them. I Like, I would get them in the mail, and I was like, everything in my life is perfect. I, w- I would- I, I can't imagine. That would be like- It was- that's like waiting for a tax return. You're just like waiting for the it mailman. Was, like, that's all you got? It was that's so- it. Oh, my God. Awesome. It was, I like, I can't even explain it. I was living on a farm with my parents and my siblings and like, like getting this like new love. Who is the character in Charlotte's Web where she starts to fall in love with him? And anyway, so that was me. And then- uh, and then, like, the, the like, I just filled in the blanks with this person. Do you know what I mean? I was like, he's perfect. So he became my pretend boyfriend for, like, two years. <gasps> you're John Glass. Oh, you're John Glass he, with the broken yes. K on his typewriter, like the Brady's. Yeah, I lied. I did. I was like, I am, I am dating someone from Kimball, Nebraska. Now, let me tell you something. It went full circle. I'm, I'm, what was his name? Story. That's I, not a big town. No, I'm not going to tell you because he went to your school and I met him and I was disappointed. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I do know if a guy is handwriting you letters at that age, he's into you. He is telling people that you're his girlfriend too, for sure. It was so sweet. It doesn't matter that he was a D-bag in the end, but I'm just saying. No. In the, they all the, are in those, the end. Oh. And my husband even tells me that he like made mixtapes for girls and he spent hours on mixtapes. Like love oh. in junior high is real. That is... It's you know what a good mixtape is real right now. I'm my husband's standing over there, and let me just give him a signal that if he made me a mixtape, rather than being like, "Hey, you might like the new Fiona Apple CD," here's a link. Download it yourself. <laughs> if you made me, he really did that a couple of days ago, which I definitely appreciate. But there's nothing like a mixtape that they've colored the like oh the sticker it's so on. Sweet. I mean. When Dashiell or Delilah have these crushes, is this something that you feel like now, knowing what you know, are you going to guide them in some way? Because, like, I feel like I want to put down, like, boundaries because I feel like real information is really helpful. But I don't know if that's, like, also very, like, controlling. Well, sure, it's controlling, but they don't need, like, the reins, do they? I mean, that's my opinion because my husband and I have talked about this, and I am going to say to them, like, I'm going to have rules like, you can't drive till you're 16. I really – maybe if they, like, had a a boyfriend or girlfriend that they dated for, like, years. Wait, what? I don't know. Dated for what? What? Wait, what? They can only drive when they're 16. Oh, God, you're missing the metaphor. All right. So Kristen oh. uh, was a late oh, bloomer. <laughs> okay. Late bloomer Wait, here. We got a late bloomer. Okay. 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 I just want to have like really like practical rules for them. And like, you know, the deal with Dash like lying about making the in-game purchases. I just, the conversation that I and my husband both had with him were like, hey, what's the deal? Did you download them thinking they were free and not know? Or did you download them knowing that they cost money and now you're having to lie about it? And because he was freaking out, he was freaking out like he was going to explode, like he couldn't even say words. He felt so guilty. And like, 
Good. I just wanted to like Good. be honest, like be honest and give him a chance to like say the truth. And I want to be able to like say to my kids when they're like in middle school, like, I know you're going to want to like dry hump the hell out of that person. Ugh. But you know what? You you won't. But don't like kiss somebody, hold their hand. But like you don't you're going to get like you don't want to be a marked marked person like at an yeah, early age. And I'm not a prude. I'm just like it's a waste of your dang time for the most I, part. I don't I don't think it's being a prude. I think that I think that uh we live in a world where everybody says like this thing is cool, so hurry up. I mean, we lived in that world, so I felt even though I wasn't ready, like, hey, hurry this thing up. And I didn't feel ready. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was like, I am four foot two and I like watching Scooby-Doo still. So I don't feel equipped to have these kind of things happen. But I do feel like it's nice when parents give you a little bit of rules because you go, oh, okay, okay. Cause then I can blame it on them. Maybe I can say like, yeah, you know, oh, I, you know, I can't do that because my parents will, they're lame, whatever. Blame it on me. Fine. Blame it on me. But I think hold off on that stuff as long as you can. There's no hurry to any of that because the world is a big place and life is a long line. So like, why, why? I, I, I don't see why hurrying it is a benefit. Yeah, now I now I'm so scared that we sound like this like puritanical like I f- I feel like we're uh, go bananas for Jesus right now and I'm not I that's right. no I love Jesus I'm sorry but I it's not like I'm not like a camp where I'm like say I did not mean to sound like a Pollyanna that is not what I'm saying at all and in fact I remember there was a mom that that asked us she said my daughter is is uh like humping her favorite blanket all the time what do I do? And I was like, nothing. Letter. Like it's a blanket. Yeah. If that's mind your own business. Let her, yeah. Let her take it to college with her. You want her to hump that? Not a frat guy. Like, oh gosh. Good. Well, you know what? All right. That's where we, where we disagree <laughs> because once you get to college, all bets are off, right? That's the yeah, college. Is that's where you show. take psychedelic drugs and, are in the movie Hair. I, I didn't. That just uh, made me say like I'm 9,000 years old. No, I did. I did. You you were a little more outgoing in high school and I was more outgoing in college because I I don't know what like I I use the word outgoing cuz it's a nice soft. Now that I'm thinking about it and maybe that I've had a tall boy of wine <laughs> how hard it like when you're in the seventh grade and you're supposed to like you're under this intense pressure to like compete with um girls that already look like women. Like I had acne that were bigger than my boobs at that age. And like this full, like I had the period of a woman who lived in a shoe that had had eight kids. Like it was in <laughs> Incredible in the last like 13 days, I would get like a 15 day reprieve oh. and then like right back at it again. And you're like, and then you have to like make out with somebody. 
Like you're supposed to, I couldn't handle it. It was like, I, it was beyond me. I couldn't do it. So I think, I know you like give yourself a hard time. Number one, there was like 40 people in your town and you know, they coupled up in seventh grade and then got married like freshman year it's of true. college. So it's, it's not true. Like, it's true. Is that yes, what happened? Honestly, you say, it, no, it's, it's actually what happened, but it, and honestly, <laughs> it did. uh, but I, I think the thing that like, uh, I, I envy about anyone or I think the thing, you know, obviously many years have passed, but I think the thing that was really hard to deal with, uh, at that age, I remember like going to the city pool and seeing girls like being able, do you remember those swimming suits that were really big where it was like the top and the sides were, were pinned together. So like there, it was like a, it was like, if you imagine like a sports bra and then like high cut underwear, and then they were like tied up on the sides, each side, that was a big swimming that, suit design of the time. That Do you know what I'm talking body about? body glove nightmare. Yeah. You had to look yes. like a, a, a Carmen Electra to it's, wear it. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, I went to school with 80 Carmen Electras. I was like, everybody yeah. looks good in this. And I remember my mom and God bless her. She knew I was struggling and she did her best. And we would go to, I, I had to go to a little kid's store to find a suit that fit. I remember, do you remember Pepe jeans? They were $1,000. Yes. And by one, they make your I butt look so good though. They make, if you have a butt. And I remember I went to the brass buckle and I, I was like, Hey mom, what do you think about these? And I remember she was like, I remember she was like looking at me like, they don't fit you, but we're going to get them anyway. And she bought them full boat. And I'm telling you, Terry's a bargain shopper, but she bought them for yeah. me because she was like, I will do whatever it takes to make you feel good about yourself. And I just was small. And you know what? Like it's a, it's a time in your life you identify with that. It does sort of shape how you feel about yourself. So then I got to college. All of a sudden I'm five, eight. I have like curves. I'm like fit. And all of a sudden I'm getting attention and I'm like, and there's booze. So guess what? The party train started and I, <laughs> and I was like, uh, I can make out with everyone if I want to. Yeah. And I did. I uh, okay. I've I've seen your photos from high school, and while I would say <laughs> you can tell by your eyes, like your smile, that you lacked confidence. You were beautiful, Kristen. And oh. when you were in college, when you were in college, you were stunning because you had this smile that was like it. It was like the Julia Roberts. Thing. I'm not joking. I'm not saying that. Like, I've seen pictures of you and I was like, who? who this is you? You got have this? <laughs> You're very, very sweet. And by the way, I think we probably hung out in college. I think I, I think probably said the exact same thing one- too. If we ever did, I was probably drunk and tried to kiss you. If we did, <laughs> I know. I said this. I think if I. If I had one hunch as to when we met, maybe besides Michelle Eckley's uh, comedy show that I went to, which I was entirely wasted at, uh, I think we met at like a theater thing for the university. But I, I, uh, I don't know. But I remember seeing you, and I think you were part of the dance world there. Was that is that right? 
Is there any chance that's right? No, I did take dance there, but I wasn't a part of that world because I wasn't a major. I just did it because I I had that idea that I was like, I was going to study theater and voice. Like I studied opera and I was like, I'm going to obviously go to Broadway because <laughs> yeah. that's the logical next steps is tiny Nebraska town small Nebraska college. And then Broadway is how you get there. It's not practice. It's via I don't Nebraska. Wanna sound, I don't want to sound like a snot, but you've played on Broadway. Okay. Okay. I actually have. So that's what counts. I'm just saying. It's, it's, it was off Broadway, which I was shocking, but yeah, we did. That's pretty fun. We did. But I digress. One block anyway. off Broadway. I'm sure that we met at some point. I thought you were going to say we met at one of those parties that they used to advertise at the quick stop. Like people would photocopy like that they were having a party and hang it up in gas stations. And they would be like 27th and oh, five bucks. And then they, they, you know what they would do though? They would buy two kegs and they would keep charging at the door, even though they knew that the kegs had run out. You got your cup for five bucks, and then that's how they made rent, those fuckers, because five bucks was a really big deal. I fell for it every time, but you know how exciting it was when you were in college and you were like, let's get the party list. Okay, let's date ourselves. We're going to sound like we're 100,000 years old. We were in our dorm with a gall darn, like, literal phone. We were like, what's the party list? So you'd have this one guy always named Derek and you'd call him and you'd be like, what's the party list? He'd be like 27th and Q starts at eight. And then you'd be, there'd be like this <laughs> list. There'd be this yes. list of these parties and the whole night would be spent driving to these parties. You would never get in. You would just drive. But God, it was like glorious. There was people all yeah. around. It was like the potential for fun was great, but the actual Gosh. fun was small. Yeah, it was, it was very little payoff for a lot of work, but that name Derek really rings a bell. And if it Derek wasn't was the same dick. Derek, it was a different Derek. And you know what? You know that Derek guy is probably still DJing weddings right now. So it's not like he didn't yeah. stay that cool. You know what? He was the guy in the know. And the fact that I knew Derek made me feel good about myself. Do you know what I mean? Like you're coming from a small country town and you're like, yeah, I got a guy's number that knows all the parties in town. That never happened to anyone like me. And that's why I loved. But that's literally a- who you are. Kristen, that is who you are now to this day. You're like, you, I I don't know if you are like a modern day mob boss, but you know, everybody, you are the Derek of the day. Like you, maybe this is the silver lining. Like that, that guy, Derek in college that he peaked, man, you didn't peak. It took you till this point in life, but girl, you've peaked. Thanks, girl. Yes. Have you ever dated someone, dated as in boyfriend, dated someone that your parents hated? Like in your first, let's just say, in your first boyfriend's situation before college, like 
Was there ever a boyfriend or anyone that your parents were like, no? Unfortunately, no. They should have. <laughs> they should have. But no, they didn't. You di- Did you? Oh. Oh. Is that yes. what I'm thinking of? Yes. They, ha- so- they hated him? <clears throat> okay. I... I dated, <laughs> I did not have, so everyone's like, oh, I want a daughter like Kristen. I want someone who's like a virgin until they're 30. What? I wasn't a virgin until I was 30. It's virgin until I was 21. All this and, preamble means this is going to be a really good juicy story, just so everybody knows. Well, it's not that juicy, but I did fall madly in love and date this guy who is an artist he was a philosophy major. He was like really hippy dippy, which means he was a giant bum. <laughs> so when, I know exactly when, who this is now. Okay. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So uh I I I did. I he was my first official, like my real official boyfriend. And he was great because I got to like practice. I gotta be a girlfriend for the first time, which felt really good. And I uh I I really loved him and I was getting ready to move to LA and my dad did not. Dewey was not a fan. Dewey was so much not a Dewey was was like "Mm." he was right. And Dewey Yes. Literally Yeah, Dewey. You know me. You know you know how (laughs) I am. And you know how I went. It would have been Dewey and I pulling up a chair side by side to you at a barbecue one night being like We've been talking. This is an intervention. You bet it is. Don't get up. Sit down. You're going to listen to both of us. I don't care. We've listened to you. You're done. We're ending yep, it now. That's what. That's what. Give me your phone. Dewey, I'm sending a text. Dewey. First of all, I don't know what was worse. I knew my dad, who is so important to me, loathed this person. But I think it was worse that the person. <laughs> did not know that my dad loathed him. So there was this aloof nature. And so I would bring over said boyfriend and my dad would be like, go move that rock in the yard from this side to the, and then we'd go and have dinner. And <laughs> my boyfriend was out landscaping. And then, and then <laughs> that's genius. So by the Dewey's way. Don't, Dewey's like, just make this guy busy. Right? So my dad, my dad gets him to do all this landscaping and then boyfriend would come in and sit in my dad's recliner. And you would have thought my dad, it was like, it was like boyfriend was coming in with no pants on. My dad was like, how dare he, he, my dad was so against this relationship that my dad, no wait, he sat in your dad's recliner. He sat in my dad's recliner. Is he even from the Midwest? How do you not know that rule? I I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But I know this. My dad wrote me, and it looks like a serial killer wrote it. My dad wrote me a (laughs) six-page handwritten. My God, in handwritten letter with no crossouts or mis like. Six pages, Jen, front and back letter on why it was important to dump him, get rid of him, 
moved to LA without him to, to why, like he covered, it was like stereo instructions. He, he gave me the reasons why to break up with him and how it was going to feel after the fact and how to cope his encouragement to dating other people, find other people like Dewey was not on board and God bless him. Please tell me you did it. Did you do I it? Did. Did you break up I did. Of course I did. Of course. Of course okay. I did, but it was because Dewey told me it's cuz I knew at my core that he wasn't the right yeah. person for me because they raised me right and I knew I just needed to try out what it was like to be a girlfriend for a while, you know? But I yeah. I uh, my my dad Oh my god, you know Dewey. Dewey Dewey yeah. does not mince words. No. So no. He put it on the page and God bless him. This thing should be in the like, it should be, what are those places you go to DC? The White the House. Museums. Okay. If there was a Smithsonian for parents, that should be in there. It's glorious. Yeah. This is, I agree with Dewey. I don't know what he wrote in that letter, but I know if I were going to write you a letter about this person, it would be at least six handwritten pages. Uh, Also, another person that we knew mutually before knowing one another, which is kind of interesting. But Dewey and I have like a respect for one another where it's like, (laughs) he knows that I'm going to annoy him. (laughs) <laughs> and he knows that I'm going to drink too much and try and fight him with a bottle in an alley. But like, are we, we both talking love about Kristen. my cousin? Oh, no. No, I feel like this is exactly though. like Mandy, my friend. I used to like write initials on her bed. Her dad and I, he said to me at her wedding, I hate you, Smedley. But I'm a... Well, you <laughs> called him. You <laughs> called him a name. You... Ned Flanders. He does look exactly like Ned Flanders. He looks exactly like day. Ned Flanders. He does. But I, but like a good friend and a good dad does their job and they tell you those like painful truths. And as annoying as I am, I am that friend that will tell you, hey, look, nobody wants to tell you that everybody hates your boyfriend. So I'm going to do it right now. Like, you are that's that friend. Your dad. And that's a hard place to be. Yeah. But I will tell you this. Remember when we were out and I was like, feeling good again. And we went out in Venice and we were out at a club and there was this cute guy. And I was like, Jen, I'm really into him. He's really attractive. And he had, for whatever reason, he had my name in his pocket. He, he had my name written in his pocket and we were out and I was like, yeah. Okay. Okay. And so we were sitting there and I remember we were having this funny conversation. I remember you told the story about having food poisoning and you like shit your own keys or something. Like it was really funny. And I, mm. he was like flirting with me and he like pulled my name out of his pocket because Toby, my friend was like, her, this is her name. And he wrote it down. And so he used that as a move. And I was like, that is slick. And you looked it's at like me a and magician. you go, you go, I don't like him. And I was like, what? And I was like, he's got my name in his pocket. And you go, I don't like him. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on right now. And he turned out to not be a good guy. And also so, went to a baseball game with my husband. It's fine. Oh, okay. I think I know who that is. So I don't know if I'm confusing stories, but I do feel like I remember... <laughs> 
Listen, it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Substantial reasons why it's a bag. But I I do feel like hating someone that you were out with, like it was like kind of a double date, but like a group date. Like we went somewhere and I remember like saying in front of him, he's got to go. I can't deal with this. Yeah. Like he was. (laughs) So I don't know if it was him or not. It was him. But I. It was him. Okay. But that's a great thing about you because you're 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 so supportive and sweet and like really like you do try to find the best in people but once your decision is made that they're bad news it's like a note there's there's not there's no Leo. room for error mm-hmm. yeah i don't know yeah. what that means but it i know means, it means i l- either love or hate usually love stubborn proud but i do think that you need that friend that says to you this person isn't right for you. And you got to listen. If your friends and your family don't like them, that's why I told my kids, this is full circle. Remember when we were talking about this and I we said like, oh shit, what do we do when our kids get to the dating age? Because that's like a whole new level that we're not in yeah. yet. And, and we're just getting like little small tidbits of what that's going to be like. And God for, oh, but I swear to you, if I don't like them, they're out. If they, I told my kids, I'm like, I'm already priming them. I'm like, if I don't like them, they got to go. And I don't care. I, I'll, I don't want to, I don't want to do shady deals, but if I don't like them, they're not. I, I already, I already with my son, like as much as I sit him down and I'm like, look, I don't like people that lie. I don't like, I say to him when I hear him talking to his friends on the phone, I'm like, yeah, I don't like people who talk mean like that. Like, you're just not going to do with it. Like, or or I will even say to him, like, is that person like on the iPad all day playing games? He's like, yeah. I'm like, that's bad parenting. Come at me, yeah, bro. You're like, not I'm, having it. I do. I'm not having it because, I mean, that's the deal. I'm like, I love everybody, but if I don't like them, that's a, that means something. Like, I can't keep it in either. I have to say it. Look, I, I'm a country girl. If you come to my door, oh God, you might read about Uh-oh. us in the news. If you come to our door, if you come to our house to take our daughter on a date, and by the way, our son too, because this isn't like one side conversation, but like if you're like a pain in the ass and you're a girl, but if you come to the you come to our house and you're a boy and you honk the horn, I will come, I do, I will come out not wearing a bra. I will, I will charge your stupid, dumb car. I, you will never come to our house again. Don't you dare honk the horn. You know what? Come out not wearing a shirt or bra and then really scare the shit out of that kid. I swear to God, I will. They won't know what's fine. A batter my boobs, but either one will hurt them. (laughs) They're both flying around in multiple directions. So I don't know. But are you going to, I wanted to age. Are you going to let them go out on dates? What age? Well, because this is what I think. I do feel like around 13 or 14. I I don't care. When I hear online, like when people say, like, oh, at like 12, they're given blowjobs, I'm like, why? Unless they're getting a goddamn shin. No, they are. They do. They we are. We know this from friends who have, if they're not getting a Chanel bag out of it or like a, 
Listen, that, that sounds it's really true. Bad, it's true. I know. I I know what you're mean. What does a 42 year old woman get out of a blowjob? <laughs> nothing. So let's just give it to them straight. You get nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. You don't have to do that. You know, it just it they think s- it feels good. That is a that's just something to put a ring on it. You don't need that. It is a self it is a selfless act to show that you love someone because they you know what? I disagree. Because they they re-roofed the house or they did a at-home oil change or like they make Those coffee are every that's morning. a small ask, Jen. What? You better frame a house. You better <laughs> uh, No. <laughs> This isn't marriage no, counseling. I'm, I have a small mouth medically. I'm not doing that. So I think the the fun takeaway is like your first loves and first boyfriends and like a good reminder is that they're really important and you don't have to do anything with them. They don't even have to really exist in the world. You just, they're, they're important. Like even a crush that's like a TV crush or a crush that's in your life, like it's a thing. And I think it's a good reminder as we have kids that are coming into that. That's a pretty, pretty big deal. And I, as the friend who has already established herself as an asshole, feels like the important <laughs> takeaway is that they literally do not matter. Like you are going to use them as because their name is hilarious years <laughs> later to talk about how did I love someone named Bo Bortle? <laughs> who kissed me on the back of his parents' green cougar in their garage. Like, it's, they don't mean anything, but they feel like everything in the moment and they're not. And what you need is it's that so funny, though, really I, good I, friend. I, I just, like, nah. I, I know I, Aaron I think Kins, about that. by the way. Yes, you, I Hold know. on a second. Wait a second. Is he the guy that always would get naked at parties? He is. Did he go to Wesleyan? Jen? No. Yes, partly. Wait, hold on. (gasps) Hold on. Hold on. Aaron is. No, no, he didn't. He went to Creighton. He's a district attorney in Hall County and also the owner of the Dairy Queen in Central City and the owner of the new Taco John's in Central City. And, and his wife is lovely and they have three boys. And what I would like to say about that. He does love to get naked at parties, but I know. And that's how I thought you looked familiar. I knew you from a party. (laughs) You're like, he has darker testicles. (laughs) He has very long testicles. He's well, let me just say Aaron, while he was my first real relationship, he is also one of my dearest, dearest friends. And I think that's the takeaway from this. Literally, I do. I think Jen, stop looking at me like you know him from a party when he got naked. I, that is not him. No, I don't. He went. To, I don't he know went him from Creighton. a party. Kristen, I know him from many parties, and all of them he got naked at. And I'm not joking. I am telling you right now. I, I know can't who deny. It is now. Or, I thought the name rang a bell. Very dark. Aaron, this is on you. This is on you. (laughs) Sorry. And you know, our glue person, the person I know him from is a DA also. So there's no way it's not him. 
All district attorneys have shown their nuts at one point or another, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's a wrap, girl. <laughs> 